<laughs> We're back. We're back. <laughs> I wish that we taped everything that we were talking about prior to Matt counting down because it yeah, was epic. I, I totally thought that we were on, but we weren't. And I was over here singing. And I was like, shit, there's going to be dead air in the That beginning. fish is poison. Yes. Oh, my God. That's pretty hilarious without context. You're welcome. <laughs> Hi, guys. I'm Jay. And I'm Ray. And this is He Said, He Said, your podcast all about pop culture, politics, music, and all the shade. So. It's about lots of things, not just those things. Uh, it's about you. <laughs> that, sometimes, my friends, is another key sometimes. to a successful relationship. Make oh, it about okay. him. Hashtag lies. Uh, Hashtag fake news. Okay, well, speaking of fake news, how was your week, bitch? <laughs> you want me to give you a fake news version of oh, my week? Or yes. you want me to, to actually tell you how my week was? I can probably say what you're going to say your week was. I had a, It was a week. No, that, okay, so first of all, um, I would appreciate you not putting words in my mouth. That is definitely the successful way to run a relationship. Oh, okay. is not well, putting run, words tell that. What was your week like, boo? <laughs> so, my week was good. Okay, it was good. <laughs> and um, uh-huh. why well, was it good? What made it so good, bitch? Well, I would have see, to the, say- the the benefit of me is I see you every day, so I know how your week was. <laughs> but our listeners, our friends all over the world, international, uh-huh. they don't know all over the world, international. Uh huh. <laughs> so um, the weekend, which we had zero plans on a weekend yes ma'am and when i tell you like zero plans on a weekend is a gift zero plans on a weekend is like a wet dream with no mess oh ma'am like it's just one of those things where it's like you know what i'm okay with that i am very okay with it so it was just nice to not like have anywhere to be um you know for the entire weekend to get some you know time to do whatever it was that we felt like doing like um going to the glitter sale whatever that thing is you took me to Uh uh-huh um and i'm not gonna apologize for it i do not like the goodwill it smells funny and i don't like touching things when i'm in the goodwill because i don't know how well they've so i just want to set the scene so ready we go into the goodwill (laughs) right after you know deciding we were going to the glitter sale those of you that here in seattle the glitter sale is this once a year they have this big sale where they hold all the designer and all this like Fancy stuff. The Kinsianiera um, gowns. Yeah. Yes. Um, and bitches be fine at all the things, right? And I have to say, I, I didn't know what to expect going into. I had no idea what it was. And it was actually an interesting experience. Like it in, was. A good, in a good way. And we follow our friend Natalie. Hey, Nat. Hey, Nat. She was working. Alternates. At Alternates. Follow her oh for OOTDs. There you go. Um, but anywho, we were there and like, so Ray was there, you know, already with a ta 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 walking in, right? So what, what does that mean? That, it that means ta-ta, I'm just giving ta-ta. you like basically he was very <laughs> sedity about it. So we're going into the the racks. Well, you have to go back. We were like in an argument, and then I went in, and then you came in. I mean, that was too much information. It really didn't need to be. <laughs> but all that sets the scene, though. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you what happened. <laughs> okay, so tell, tell you know how happened. when you're like. Listeners, you know what I'm talking about. When you go shopping, like you press, you push things that you don't want to touch, like you don't, you don't want, like oh, I don't want that top, that dress, that whatever it is, right? Ray had his pinky in the air and was using one finger and was pushing the top of the hangers over, and then he said, 
And I said, what are you doing? He said, the woman that works here is wearing gloves. <laughs> so the only like really accurate part of that story is where I did mention that the woman who works there was wearing gloves because she was. But I, what I do is I don't touch the garments. I touch the hangers. So like I move the hangers <laughs> that's what I by said, only bitch. touching the hangers, but not like with a one pinky up because that's really ridiculous. But that's what he did, y'all. I did not. But that was our weekend. I would agree. Like the weekend was fun. We went to go see what was the movie? Nobody's fool. Nobody's fool, and it was hilarious. Um, it started out a little like, hmm, this really is a Tyler Perry movie, but then it got better. It got, the acting was good overall. The acting started Whoopi out. Whoopi is hilarious it in it. Better. Tiffany. Oh my Haddish god, Whoopi actually, was Whoop, Whoopi was so good. Whoopi it. was a star for sure. <laughs> Tiffany hilarious. Haddish was good. Tiffany um, Haddish was good. That's true. Uh, Your boyfriend was, was good. Oh, Omari, he was. And good. I don't ever From even Power. think that Omari is hot, but he, I don't know or something about this character that he was playing in this, where I was like, okay, I see it now. Because mm-hmm, he was from, he was in jail. Yeah, I can see so clearly like, now. The rain is he was, going. He was giving it. He was. Um, yeah, so it was it. good. Like this weekend was good, and then we like did that sex me, scene. Then, I was like, there are children in this in theater. The movie, I know it was, <laughs> it was. And Tiki, whatever her name, Tiki. Tiki, she's beautiful. Tika isn't Tiki. Tika, <laughs> like a tiki torch. I don't know, bitch. Yeah, Tika Sumter. Yeah. <laughs> so that was our weekend. It was great. My week is a good. This morning though, I woke up with a kink in my neck, and bitch, I'm walking around here like my neck is paralyzed. Um, the muscles are popping and not locking. They are, <laughs> they're dropping. Okay, bitch. <laughs> but that was the week. So here we are. Let me get some brown. <laughs> How are you going to get right. some brown when you have the first Kanye. Topic? Oh, yeah, bitch. Yeah, it's the first um, segment, I should Kanye say. Kanye mess. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. So, some updates, some um, concerning things to share, and um, some who gives a fucks. Um, so, first would be John Legend um, was interviewed by the Wall Street Journal magazine um, regarding his relationship with Kanye West. And he says that he understands that Kanye... What Kanye sees in Trump. He said, I understand, to quote, I understand what Kanye sees in Trump, and I think it's a reaction of his personality and his marketing panache mm-hmm. and don't give a fuckness. Yes, panache. Mm-hmm. Look at me, my eighth grade education. I know what it is, bitch. <laughs> but my point to him was that when you wear that That's an hat, inside joke, folks. <laughs> um, when you wear, We'll get to that at the end of the episode, I'm certain. When you wear the hat... When you appear to be endorsing him, you're endorsing his politics and policies as well. All his rhetoric and not just the parts that you like. So to kind of sum that up, um, a good, good girlfriend, John Legend, basically um, has said what we said. You know, that the hat, even though you're trying to take the power away from it, you're basically giving it a stage and a platform. So... He also was interviewed. He also, in the interview, was asked if he ever would run for office. John Legend? Uh, John Legend. He said, maybe when I'm 60, but who knows the, what the world is going to get me into. What gives him, um, what qualifications because does he's, he have to run for he's office? He's very, in, it's, he's like the He's con- smart. He's, yeah. He and, went to, what, Penn, maybe? UPenn. Um, I mean, but, okay, there are lots of smart people. I mean, you should run for office. But I think it was more so because he's so engaged in, like, politics, police, politics and policies that I mean, mean I a lot to him. We need to move away from this whole celebrities sure and politics do. thing. But go on. Um, I mean, bitches, dumb bitches can't be doctors, so why can um, celebrities <laughs> be politicians? I mean, boys, we're not even talking about dumb. We're talking about smart, you know, like educated people. Not all celebrities but, are smart, bitch. No, but in this case, he is. But that still doesn't mean that he should run for office. 
Well, Kanye, I think John Legend is still, we're, we're still all team John Legend. I do kind of, I mean, um, I, I kind of get where where John's coming from. And I think that maybe John had a conversation with Kanye that probably they went they the same so way. He said that he, where he was like, hey, when you're wearing this hat, you need to understand that. Like, I get that, you yeah. know, you're trying to be this free thinker. But when you wear that hat, it makes it seem as if you're co-signing everything yes, that he does. all of his policies. Exactly. And he also, John, in this interview said that he disagrees with a lot of what he's, what Trump is, what um, Kanye is saying and that he doesn't allow his thoughts about his well-being in terms of his mental health um, kind of make him look at him differently. Like, we can't hmm. diagnose him. We're not doctors. Like, That's we need true. to let the doctors do that. Like, we just need to be um, there as his friend. But, I mean, didn't he come out and say he was bipolar? And then he, he said he was misdiagnosed as bipolar? <sighs> he did. Well, Kanye also <laughs> has been in these streets um, on sets of... of um, uh, videos, videos mm-hmm. with Nicki Minaj, um, and who looks like she literally um, is wearing waist trainers to the gym. Uh, and, Nicki Minaj and who? Oh, and six nine. Yeah. Um, so some updates here is they rented an eighty million dollar Beverly Mills mansion for six nine's video, um, and they and they being Kanye West, Nicki Minaj, and six nine. Well, apparently a video. Um, has emerged online of a shooting that had it that happened where a bullet went through the window of the bedroom. West and Six Nine were reportedly, were, were reportedly the ones on set. Both were um, reported mm-hmm. uninjured, and West immediately inva- evacuated. Nicki Minaj was not on the set, but was in transit to the location. So, as we know, Fifi was the song Nicki Minaj and Six Nine collaborated on earlier. We talked about it. it it peaked at number three. Her only hit from this album, and it wasn't even on this album, peaked at number three uh, on Hot 100. Uh, but Six Nine is been known for being messy, um, as we've reported. He also was pistol ripped and robbed um, after his Fifi video, and in this case, Kanye was basically in the wrong place, the wrong time, messing with the same fucking fools um, that he shouldn't be. So I don't understand what's going on with the Taekwondo um, six, nine, whatever his name is. That, the same thing going on with him is we're going on with Kanye. But no, it's not. I don't know because Kanye's not involved in a whole bunch of like um, he's involved in Donald Trump. That's, that's I don't even want to say bitch. criminal, but like the shootings and like. That's on a whole nother level. And I honestly do think that 6ix9ine, you know, if he doesn't course correct, he's going to end up being the next one who's shot up. Like, he's hey. going to be the next um, Triple X. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He's going to be the next young rapper who, you know, his life is cut short over some fuckery. And I still can't figure out where why all this is going on. And because he, he walks around with like seven bodyguards. But I also don't know what song they, they're doing the video for. It's probably a new song. Um, well, Kanye also was uh, out in these streets performing with Kid Cudi. Um, at oh, was a show. that where his hair was pink? That's where his hair was and pink. He was and he was doing like, and jerking and bitch. He was not, bitch, he would, <laughs> he would call that dancing. Um, but that was not dancing. Like that the Walking was, Dead shuffle, like he's a fucking zombie uh, or something. He was, he was doing some other shit. <laughs> um, well, he, it's in the news about this performance, A, because his hair is pink, but also Lord, the girl that had that one song, Royal, that song. Um, I think people know She who came Lord out is. and was like, oh, um, the stage that Kid Cudi did 
um, was a copy of a stage I did. Is that when? Because it wasn't he in a box. Uh huh. Glass at box. Coachella two years ago, and then she then brought Kanye in it and oh, was shit. like, Kanye also stole my idea with his last tour, The Life of Pablo. These white women love to try. <laughs> okay, yeah. apparently, because Kanye, what I believe right now, what's going on with Kanye, <laughs> it's is, in the basham. It really it, is. I feel like it is, but also Kanye is um, an easy target right now because he is um, weak in terms of his mental stability. So he'll he's quick to like say something and then take it back and then do this and then take it back and then say that and then take it back. Like he just tweeted yesterday that his album that was supposed to come out on Black Friday is now pushed until 2019. And apparently that was brought about because of the performance. He yes. said that he realized that it's not ready. Well, bitch, we ain't ready. <laughs> we ain't ready. Oh, an interesting thing that I read about that, um, just going back a little bit, about the shooting at one of the video set was that allegedly like the room was supposed to be six nines room but then they switched it and it was Nicki minaj's room so i'm like what i don't know what's going on with him but the way that i see it any of these other rappers who are thinking that they want to do anything with him he needs to get his life right low-key because somebody's going to end up getting hurt and it might not even be him low-key watch that shit be in the video What's gonna be in the video? Like the the screen, the thing, all the shooting and all That's that. That's not gonna be in the video. <laughs> well, that, my friends, it's Kanye Mass. You're welcome. Um, he's still a mess, and yes, we will continue yes. to report back on his messy shit from one mess to another, unfiltered, unbothered. So, Miss Sinead O'Connor. Oh, bitch. Here we go. For anybody who the doesn't white know, bitch that Sinead O'Connor, that was a prince bitch. She was not a prince bitch. She just sang a song that prince. I thought she was like a prince prodigy. Uh, Not really. Protege is what you meant. But no, like (laughs) ta ta. It's eighth grade. Um, It's eighth grade English. (laughs) Um, But Sinead O'Connor, who is no stranger to controversy, the Irish singer (laughs) announced that she um, converted to Islam, and I don't know when she did that. I did not remember reading that headline. And she changed her name. And she changed her name to. Shudata David. It sounds like she. Uh huh. She sounds like her and Rachel Dovidal <laughs> need to have coffee. So she took to Twitter recently to tell her followers that she doesn't want to spend time with white people ever again, calling them disgusting. Yes. <laughs> the quote is I'm terribly sorry. And this is on Twitter. What I'm about to say is something so racist, I never thought my soul could ever feel it. Oh, girl. Pause. So this is kind of like starting a statement with, <laughs> I don't mean to offend, or I don't mean to sound racist, but, okay. I'm not trying to be shady. But, she goes on, but truly, I never want to spend time with white people again, parenthetical, if that's what non-Muslims are called. Not for the moment, for any reason. They are disgusting. You know what's also disgusting? And I'm sorry, it's not for one moment, for any reason. Your career is disgusting. Because you had one hit. She isn't making music anymore. She had one hit, and it was not a wonder, bitch, okay? (laughs) So, Sinead O'Connor, let me just tell you this shit. Hey, nothing compares to you is this shit, okay? And no one can ever do it better than she did. That's fine. Prince has a version, and it's still not as good as hers. Great. She can be Amber Rose in these streets um, with a shaved head, and then trying to be Lil Mo with the um, the what the Muslim head wrap. What is it called? The burqa. 
So, but what in the self loathing? Like, I don't understand. Like, you, that's what I was gonna say. Let, let me remind you, Sinead, that you, you are, are white. Caucasian. So, self hate is real. There are white Muslims, apparently, like not you. In her streets. <laughs> there are white not Muslims like streets. you, Sinead. I think that you really were you were you were hard pressed for a headline, and you got it. But low key, your streaming numbers are not going to go up. Okay, but you know what, Sinead has proven in the past that um, she's dealing with a, a situation, issues. right, similar to Kanye's, which yes. is where she's not. She needs to be on that medication. She must be on that. Let me skip my medication this week, medicine. So then that will lead to a question of how do you help someone who's mentally ill but doesn't want help or doesn't realize that they're sick? I mean, you asking me, bitch? Yeah, no, I mean, like, rhetorically, not necessarily asking you. I mean, I would just say, if you... See, you know what? what I, what's the saying? You can't lead a horse to water or something? What's it called? <laughs> you can lead a horse to water. Oh, uh, you can lead a horse to water, but, but you can't make them drink. Correct. And, bitch, you can give her the water, but you can't make her drink it. That's true. So... And that's the thing, the where it's like, day, she's out here saying all this crazy stuff, and it's like, At what the can end you of do? the day, if, the, if you're putting out more than what they're putting in, then you need to stop putting out. Who's putting out? You know, like the effort. <laughs> so, I mean, it's interesting because she has um, Twitter followers. A lot of them who are actually um, Muslim Caucasian. as well. No, Muslim as well. Oh, I'm like, because white people love that song. And uh, you know, a, 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 obviously, people immediately went in like, uh, "Girl, what you talking about? <laughs> Wait, what?" So, one person said, "There is no superiority for an Arab over a non-Arab, nor for a non-Arab." over an Arab. Neither is the white superior over the black, nor is the black superior over the white, except by piety. And this was actually a quote, uh, allegedly, uh, according to this person on Twitter, um, by the prophet uh, Muhammad. So, I mean... Sinead, we Sinead. Want, you got, I keep calling her Sinead. Remember, yeah. she actually was like, I don't know if it was last year or the year before. She was saying some really like troubling things on Twitter. Yeah, it's like she was going to kill people herself. Were, yeah, we're thinking that she was going to kill herself. We just wish you well, girl. We wish you well. You know who else we wish well, bitch? Who? We in the car. We <laughs> Danny DeCane, bitch. They is back. And they are... They are in these streets performing at your local bowling no, alley. No, wait. Did you, the video. That's, did I send you the video where she was... Yes. Who was stage diving? Was it Aubrey? Aubrey jumped out. You know, that bitch <laughs> is different than she used to be. So. She was up there, but then they dropped her And they ass. was like, bitch, you, that's too much. And they just dropped her. It was like the DJ Khaled crowd surfing, but it was worse because she was mid-flight. <laughs> and somebody was like, damn it. <laughs> yes. Well, they actually were interviewed by Cosmopolitan, <laughs> the trio. So, reminder, there's only three now because um, a couple of D originally Woods there left. was five D Woods another black left. girl D Woods and she went on the chicken the and then surf, the surf black play. girl who was like Christina Aguilera and that was all um, I mean the white Audrey. girl was like yeah and she was like petite but then she got yeah. pregnant when D when they came back out and, and she, she had a really left. good voice yeah yeah uh, her and um, the face formerly known as Aubrey O'Day um, were best friends. Okay. So they were interviewed the trio um, with Cosmopolitan about their life-changing experiences within their career. And some things that came up was basically about um, color colorism and also, you know, how the industry is very focused on artists be looking a certain way. Um, so I don't not to cut not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. can you just give a little more um to color around what colorism is? So I'll get there, bitch. But okay, I mean, but I I'll think tell maybe you now. should say oh, it damn, now. Bitch. Yeah. Karate chop me you in the mentioned neck, it, you know so, my yeah. sore. You know, it's like a footnote. 
so colorism is uh, in the industry, as we're referencing, is where uh, when you sit back and you think of people of color, right, in the industry, um, they tend to be of a certain shade. Um, and which would be lighter. Which would be lighter. Um, and also when you think of, even with, well, I'll, I'll stay on that, on that note. So that was kind of where the conversation started with them about, and with Dawn, um, who was the only person of color in the group. Um, and there were some interesting things that Dawn talked about um, during the interview. One was about, those of you that may know that Danny Kane they, they dismantled it at one time because Dawn punched Aubrey O'Day in the head. Uh, yes, sure she that was real. Um, and she then became this new group, Diddy Dirty Money, that was with P. Diddy. Uh, and also Kalina Harper, who was a writer that became a singer as well. Uh, so they were in an interview with Jimmy Iovine. So if you don't know who Jimmy Iovine is, he is a legendary industry... How would you? What would you call him? He ran a, a label R. for a long time, but he doesn't anymore. Now he's yeah. involved with Apple Music. So he said to this is the quote from um, Dawn. Jimmy Iovine told I believe Kalina, he ran Geffen Records. If I'm not mistaken, yes, Geffen Records. Jimmy Iovine told Kalina and I. So Dawn um, looked at them in the face and looked at Puffy and said, "Why don't you have two light skinned girls in front of a boardroom of about fifty people?" She said, so there was a large group of there. This is where that colorism thing. Kalina and Dawn both were darker um, than, again, the industry tends to promote. Um, so that's where it came out. Which I feel kind of almost harkens back to a time, you know, especially in this country, where there was something to be said if you were lighter than a paper bag. So it's almost mm-hmm. like that paper bag test is still in effect. It is. And then it's interesting because then they said that... Um, Diddy encouraged her to keep her look, uh, and then someone asked why he wouldn't have someone like Cassie in the in as part of the trio. And Puffy insisted that the sound needed to match the look, and that um, he, being um, Diddy, is one of her advocates, Dawn's advocates of being who she is. Which is sidebar interesting because there was a moment in time where there was a lot of controversy around Dawn. Where did you read a lot that? Of work in the article I read. Okay, go on. What was interesting is that there was more, all another controversy, babe, about um, Dawn because they had like a pre-work, post-work where she was getting her allegedly getting her skin lightened and had all this plastic surgery. She's had a ton of plastic surgery. She's so, like a Kardashian, only she's brown. That was interesting. And then Audrey Aubrey O'Day uh, added that if that Diddy would um, encourage the young stars to be themselves fully, um, and that. They would look after them. He would look after them in a way to be like their full selves and be in order for them to be great. Um, and he said that um, she said that. Imagine if he had if he believed us in believed in us at our youngest age, what we could be right now. So apparently, wait, I'm confused. So because what I read was that what? he was not supportive. Oh, maybe. So I'm maybe he wasn't bitch. supportive at the time. Oh, and now he and is. maybe now he is that's maybe because that's why is. I was confused. I'm like because the quotes okay, that I because bitch. okay go ahead because the whole thing that you said about shade me out. I'm not trying to shade you out. I'm just I want to make sure that you know we're at least talking about the fact that. This isn't, for you know, lack of a better term, this isn't the black or white. It's like there's actually, some there seems to be to some, shit. and there also seems to be maybe some disagreement about what where Puffy lands with this. Um, but after the whole thing with Jimmy Iovine, 
Oh, look what? at you. You got the extra long notes. Yes. And a font that I can read, bitch. Ooh, bitch. Don't be a hater. 18. <laughs> it's 14. <laughs> Get your life. <laughs> Mine's 12. She said, and the worst part was, and this is after the thing happened oh, in the boardroom. And okay. the worst part was my boss then said when we left, I need y'all to go put on a miniskirt and we're going to straighten your hair. And then she says they brought them back in the room. And he still didn't get it. So this is Puffy because Puffy was their boss at the time. Yeah. No one ev- no one fought for us ever. We've only had to fight for ourselves. There was no one who was willing to say we have your back. So it's interesting. I mean, I would think that, I mean, but although it doesn't really matter how, what Puffy's complexion is, that doesn't mean that he's going to advocate for no. brown people, especially like in the industry. And I think that, you know, when it's someone like Jimmy Iovine, because he has a lot of weight, so much industry. weight and clout in the industry that people would just say, oh, well, you know, he knows the formula. Yeah. And that's like, that's fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? And it's like, um, okay, <laughs> so you're going to mock me again? this <laughs> Get your life together, no, bitch. bitch. You just did it. <laughs> but colorism is it's a real serious. Thing. And it's not just in the music industry. It's in the world. And it's multicultural. From women in Asia. You're walking around with parasols because they don't want to get, you know, dark. Yeah. So to speak, quote unquote. I mean, how dark are they really going to yeah. get? And subconsciously, I feel like sometimes people are a part of the problem, right? Because they'll see... A lighter skinned girl with light eyes or a white girl with blonde hair. I'm like, oh, she's so pretty. A lot of people but fall they, into that. But that's what I'm saying. Subconsciously. Because the media. It, it happens. Right. And it's like you have people, brown people around the world who are bleaching their skin. <coughs> Sammy Sosa. <coughs> you know what I mean? It's like this is a real thing. Ooh. It's not something that somebody Shame. made up. And even Matthew Knowles. I don't know if we talked about it in our actual episodes or if this was something we talked about in our preview episodes, which no one's, okay. which very few people have ever heard. Um, but we talked about how Matthew Knowles has even, even gone so far as to say that he doesn't think that Beyonce would be as successful as she is if she were, quote unquote, brown. So what you're saying is that they had a point. I'm saying they definitely have a point. Okay, I agree, bitch. And I think that that's I something that, that happens in the industry and it happens often. Oh, my bad. And uh, again, I think that because you have these people who are, you know, supposed to be these impresarios in the music industry, Impresario. that people just say, "Oh yeah, well you're Ooh, right, but you're an impresario." Yeah, let's, my let's get a light girl instead of a brown girl. And I think we had we attempted this exercise before, and it, I think we actually did do that in these episodes where yeah, we, we were like, "Who is the like quote unquote brown girl who's like super successful?" And we were I mean, marinating Hill. on that. Mar- Lauren Hill was very successful for as long as she was. Mm-hmm. There <laughs> which, you go. Which wasn't as long as and it that was a ninety-nine, two thousand. <laughs> and so even though, yeah. I mean, like, well, where would you put Whitney Houston on that she paper bag spectrum? She's pretty brown, but she was lighter, kind of. But she wasn't like traditionally like. The, she also like, didn't. And I don't know if she had any work done, but she didn't have. But in the black beginning, you remember um, how well I know she had the like the the extra big hair and like they had the lighting was like they kind of washed her out on the lighting. Yeah, yeah. So like no, there was there was some things there. That's true. But Clive is not I, Jimmy Iovine, so right. There's that. Yeah, that is true. Oh, Jennifer Hudson, but she's not like super huge. Well, bitch. Like, speaking of huge, what's the next headline? Is it mine? Yes, bitch. Or is it your? Oh, I, I get two in a row. Oh my gosh, no, I feel bitch. so special. I just did Danny Kane. Oh, oh, you one. started that one. I just had Ooh, a lot of notes. You so sure I did. <laughs> Jesus, be a heating pad when I get home. <laughs> yeah, that's what you need. 
Um, so Mariah Carey and Missy Elliott, Missy Misdemeanor Elliott, have been nominated for Songwriters Hall of Fame. Um, so that's noteworthy, especially for Missy, um, because she is the first female rapper who has been nominated for uh-huh. that particular. And in order to be nominated, accolade. you needed to be an active songwriter for twenty years, right? That's what I have read. Okay. Okay, bitch, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, again, this is a pretty big deal. Um, the other rappers, she actually be the third rapper too, baby. Did you mention that? No, you didn't. Jermaine Dupri and Jay-Z were the other two rappers. Right, because and, they, were, and they have penises. That's why it's a big deal for her, because she doesn't. She is a vagine. <laughs> well, I mean... Shut up, Corey. Um, so, <laughs> Holy um, government. <laughs> I know. Um, so she, yes, is the first female rapper nominated for this prestigious prize, and it's well deserved because it is um, Missy alone. Like I feel like Missy doesn't get enough praise. She, that she definitely should. doesn't. Like Missy is someone that has influenced music as we hear it today and music videos as we see them today for sure. Um, her videos were like the shit, but like she was all over nineties R and B. All over. Exactly. And 90s, 2000s. Exactly. And it's like she, you know, she has hits that you would recognize, like Where My Girls At, which mm-hmm. went to number four on the Billboard Hot 100. From the front to back, bitch. <laughs> and get you, get you, yaya. And Monica's So Gone, which is a, um, I think, personal favorite of probably a lot of us. Okay. Which was a number one R&B hit and a top 10 hit. And of course, Lady Marmalade, which... Is, was a, a very big hit as well. Yes. And then you have Mariah, who I have always admired Brick, Mariah's Because you like writing. big words, bitch. Because I like big words, and I just like good writing. And she writes you just really like big good words. songs. You like words that She you crafts songs very well. And it's interesting to me because I can't think of anyone else that she's written for, which doesn't really make much sense. You would think that she, she, she would have written for other people. For besides, like, maybe, who? what was that group? That she had are those she girls. Had no group. She had a group. She had a group that was on her label. Well, they they were so successful <laughs> that we don't remember them. And they were all light as fuck to our you know conversation about colorism. Okay, bitch. And oh my gosh, no, I got to Google that. I definitely mm, have to leave Google your phone that. down. <laughs> um, but she also has eighteen number one hits. Okay, get into most that. of those which Some of these she either can't wrote even or spell co-wrote. Hits. <laughs> I sincerely hope they all can. I mean, it. Nicki Minaj, <laughs> um, Queen. How's that Queen album? <laughs> oh my god! And of course, Mar- one of Mariah's most famous hits would be the song that we're all about to hear yet again for like the fifteenth year. All I want for Christmas. She better cash them coins. Which she'll be cashing checks. Her kids, her kids' kids, and their grandkids. You know it's checks. you know it's an iconic song when bitches remake the song on a Christmas album. And it's interesting to me because the question that that leads me into is do female songwriters get their due or do no. they get the exposure credit that male songwriters do? I mean, if you're Taylor Swift, yes. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, she's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Wait, what? Yeah. When we were at the Grammy Museum, remember we saw? I don't remember that. Okay. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm dead serious. She's not even a good songwriter. She said, you better shake it off. No, that's stupid. That's like, that is so dumb to me. And that's like a whole, you know, a whole other conversation about like white mediocrity and, you know, how, you know, for, for artists of color, just like in a lot of other industries, it's kind of like, you know, they have to be even better to even Mm -hmm. be considered to be like, okay. 
Um, but it's it, it will be very interesting to see, um, you know, what goes on with this because don't they do they like it's like a award show, right? I or think like they an actually award? get it, or like do they just get it? They get it. Like it's not like the it's not like the hall, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, where there's oh. a list of people and, and then people vote yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I think they're actually getting it. Well, it's interesting because if I'm trying to think of like the top female songwriters, again, it's like you have to kind of think about it. Whereas, like, if you're talking about like male songwriters, there are people who will come to mind, like Stevie Wonder. Yeah, Stevie Wonder, Babyface for me because mm-hmm. you know the '90s and 2000s are like bitch. a sweet spot for me. And he wrote songs for everyone, okay. but it's the same thing. Like Missy wrote songs for a lot of people. Give Whitney, me one good reason. Even Mariah. It's like you know so. Kudos to these ladies. We love them both. In these streets. <laughs> and what do you and, and you said that you come down on the question of if they get their due or not like female. I said no, said unless no. you're Taylor Swift. Okay, unless you're Taylor Swift. That is so fascinating to me. I gotta do some research on that. That makes me sad. Well, bitch. <laughs> you know what else is sad? What else is sad? Nicki Minaj's wigs. So her <laughs> hairstylist, um, posted on the gram that he was laying that lace front for an award show and bitches were going in so kim kimball used to do her hair uh we may have reported this a few weeks back where she was famously fired and came out um and shaded Nicki minaj in a very indirect way um but we read between those lines um but her new hairstylist um who his name is um here it is tay um on his instagram and he was doing um her hair for the vmas in europe and tay wrote i'm really looking into something special for the homeless for christmas asking for suggestions and bitches were going in and saying how about looking into Nicki minaj's hair So this Nicki Minaj hair been looking a mess though. This proceeded it's been it's been looking like Amazon.com Prime. Exactly. Now. Like the wig that when you see it's like what you see versus what you get. <laughs> well, the the shade of it all is that he um proceeded to delete his Instagram because he the the barbs were going in. Which makes me laugh because the barbs go in but they don't buy albums. <laughs> I mean, some of them do. I mean, but but if she got all these fans, why can't she sell tickets to her tour? <laughs> and where's those new dates? Because there's a ceiling. Where's those new dates? There's a ceiling. Like when, even Where? when you have a far, a, a, a farmy, which I guess is kind of what this is. Even when you have a fan army, like there can be a ceiling to your army. Well, bitch, hers. Just like Blue Ivy said, she thinks she never saw the ceiling in her whole life. <laughs> I mean, the better or like the the even like um, more troubling, not better, better, but the more troubling aspect of this is this whole idea of fan armies and fan armies going too far because essentially they're bullying this guy because of what they perceive as a mistake that he made and bullying him online to the point where he feels like he needs to actually. But you know what's interesting is you can you can actually shut off comments and DMs so he could have just did that. Yeah, well, maybe he just felt like he just needed a break. Well, so does she, so... Oh, my God. <laughs> so does she. I mean, it's... It, I feel Wait, like... didn't you see something on Instagram, the Twitter that you were dying over? What was it? You people oh, were retweeting? yeah. So, there was this... One of her... One of the barbs, if you will, 
um, he tweeted a picture from, I guess, his bedroom mm-hmm. where he literally had like dozens of copies of multiple albums of hers, but specifically Queen, which is the more recent album that came out. I mean, literally, there, there were probably like maybe 25 or like 30 of them. And then like pictures of her on the wall. But then when you looked mm-hmm. at like the shelf and the ceiling. Because there was tile. What you saw was a lot of mold. <laughs> so it was just crazy because when you read Did the you comments. Did you retweet it? You had to retweet it on Twitter. I don't you? think I retweeted that we'll, on Twitter. We'll find it and retweet I will re- it. I will retweet that tonight. But it's, if you read the comments. So I actually saw it because someone that I follow retweeted it. But then I actually went to the original person's. <laughs> Twitter and people were going in like what with was some the, of the quote. So the one thing was because um, you were crying. Well, a lot of it was not actual quotes, but a lot of it was gifs. Where so the one was like someone sprang Febreze. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like a commercial where they sprang Febreze, and then somebody was just like, "I see mold." Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's just like get your priorities straight, and that is one of the things about these people who consider themselves to be like in these fan armies. Is that sometimes I wonder, it's just like, at what point does that become, like, obsessive? Because this particular person, if I look at that and I see that, and I see that, like, you're Nicki Minaj over cleaning your house, that makes me wonder, like, where are you your priorities showers? are. You probably smell, like, like just foul. Right, like, your priorities are all fucked you up. You probably walk in the room and bitches, wait, did you see that thing on Instagram also? This is a lot of a lot of pivot turns. I'm sorry, guys. Follow us. <laughs> there is this thing on Instagram I saw. I'll, I'll find it and I'll post it to our story, too, where um, the dentist comes in and she's like, hey, hey, dentist. Yeah, I saw that. And the dentist, like, I think Dee Dee might have sent it to us. I think, wasn't that, that one of those dentists from that fucking yeah, Bravo show? Yeah, she was like, oh, bitch, you brushing your teeth? And no, your tongue. Said, yeah, your said your tongue. <laughs> oh, I'll find it. It was giggles. But bitches, you seem to know, clean your shit. It's like there's pit- when you take pictures in the mirror, make sure what's behind you and around you doesn't look messy. Oh, I don't put bitch. I will stage a picture. I know, okay? bitch. You stage a selfie. Oh, I will stage a picture. You raise one eyebrow and you... Um, no, I'm talking about like a picture of something that's not a selfie where it's like, let me make sure I'm straightening this up so it don't look crazy. Oh, yeah, that's that one time. But then the, one of the other people were like, and it's black mold, too. So that's mm-hmm. been there a while. <laughs> so it's interesting because the um, actual hairstylist, um, the thing that he said was protect your energy. Some of y'all miserable asses need to live and be happy. So Some of y'all don't have no life. And y'all, y'all try and put on these acts to be somebody y'all not. Or try and please people and kiss their ass like, nah. Uh (laughs) I'm like, wait, is this English? Lord, eighth grade. That's sixth grade, Let me me, me just, okay. Be fucking you and do what the fuck you want. And if a MF ain't pleased with Tell they ass adios. Give then he added, if you're in an unhappy situation, you should never settle. Get the fuck on. Happiness is very important. So I love the I love the bottom part of that because I could you actually love the bottom un- part. Because I could. That's gross. 
<laughs> so I liked the bottom part of that because I could understand it. <laughs> it was English. <laughs> but you know what I you know what's funny is that he could tell what's all that funny? to his boss, Nicki Minaj, because she could hear that too. I mean, that's kind of true. <laughs> so that my friend what are you doing? Minding my business. Oh, here we go. What's the next thing? You should try it. Oh, child, here we go. We're on a shuffle and repeat. Um, shuffle and repeat. We on the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Music. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, like Kaylee, forty-seven. So, I was vaguely okay. aware of like Kaylee, forty-seven. Um, I was actually the- also calling her Lickily. But wasn't she- I? I was introduced to her on the what was the show in BET with the comedian. The, the rundown girl, that was canceled. The rundown, but know. no, I'm saying that that's where I was introduced to her. Yeah, she yeah. wears like the the. Um, she always was like she about to rob a bank because she wearing a mask, right? Like, but like a like a, a face, mask. like a All face you see mask. Is her eyes. Like it's cold outside, like a winter and mask. Her lips, or like you know, she about to rob a bank. Um, but her music is it's good. I mean, so I listened to one of her older albums. I'll spell it for them in case you want to find her. Oh, sure, La Kaylee, which is spelled. L E I K E L I four seven and it's all together. Mm-hmm. So she released a new She's EP. A rapper, by the way, rapper, but she also sings. Um, but her EP is called Design and includes three tracks. Um, Drop in, which is a little too uh, trap for me. So it's kind of like that's not really my speed unless like I don't know I'm eating edibles or something. Well, you're drunk. No, edibles. Drunk doesn't put me in that mood. Okay, bitch. I'll videotape you. <laughs> CIAA mm-hmm. and Full Set A New Style. So CIAA... Full Set's I, my shit. Full Set's good. CIAA is good, said. too. I love it. It's a smooth groove. It's grown and sexy. There's live instrumentation, Ooh, a little singing. Am I going to spill this drink? I'm going to spill this drink down my throat. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> There's a little singing. That is nasty. <laughs> a little rapping. So the hashtag Jill Scott challenge. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. It's so funny that people are realizing that Jill Scott is Jill freaky. Scott is nasty as fuck. She been freaky. She been deep throwing microphones. She on really the stage. has. We saw her giving microphones hand jobs. Like that's what she does. That's her whole <laughs> set. She's nasty. But full set a new style is a great club song. It reminds me kind of like of the ball scene. There's this. Um, I don't know if it's a sample or like an it's more like an interpolation where I think that it is someone like literally who probably is from the ball scene. Didn't have time to do that research, but I love it. It where, wasn't on Wikipedia, I tried. Oh, oh you looked? Uh-huh. Okay. So then it is. She doesn't, doesn't even have a Wikipedia. Oh. Oh really? At least I Googled it and went That's on weird. Wikipedia and didn't find her. But this song is a little bit more of a rap song and I just love it. I love the well, lyrics. She actually, did you know that her song one of her songs was featured on Insecure this season? No, but that doesn't surprise yeah, me. Yeah, in um September, um Girl Blunt was featured in Insecure. Um she had an EP come out called Pick a Color. It dropped in October and then uh alongside that was October of this year? Yeah. Um, and then alongside there was Where an announcement of her upcoming al- album called Acrylic. Uh, but before the album came out, she came out with this three track title called Design. So oh, well, it should make sense because there's all these like acrylic nails, nails. on the cover. So I think she's doing what her art. does, 511 EPs. But um, like I said, the song I, I was bopping to was full set. What's interesting is that she was interviewed about um, why she wears some masks mask and like like she basically said that her mask allows her to be someone that she's not 
comfortable being um, because, you know, she's really shy and introverted. Um, you know, when she wears the mask, she's allow- it allows her to be like more of an extrovert and not afraid to get on the stage. So it's just interesting that she used that as it's kind of her her outlet to be Sasha Fierce. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, she's cute. I, I was living. Oh, but the lyrics though. Bitch. I was living. She said, I carry looking for a young Ivor son to marry. Watching my calories. I'm a plant-based hoe. Me all too, about bitch. her salary. Ooh, me too. I said, bitch. And then she said, don't try me, try luck. Put you in a cloud with all the shit you can't back up. I said, do that. She uh, better work. Is that shit new Instagram bio? <laughs> Maybe. Because mm, right now it's black, petty. No, black, educated, and petty. Yeah, and who wrote that? Me, bitch. It wasn't me. So the next artist <laughs> we want to talk about is Anderson Pack. So... He has a new album coming out um, that is going to be produced by Dr. This is Dre. a long time coming, bitch. When is his last album out? Mm, 50, 11 years. Yeah, it was um, a while. Well, this new song is called Who Are You? It's a follow-up from his song that he released with um, Kendrick Lamar, which I'm forgetting the name, and we reviewed it on this um, podcast a few weeks back in October, Tense. I believe. Tense. Tense. There you go. There you go. You were smart. You was kind. You was important. Mm-hmm. Uh, well... This one definitely, the song feels more hip hop for him, uh, where in regards to like he's rapping, so like that's interesting. Um, well, he say, he's always rapped though, but he's like a singer rapper, right? But he's always rapped because isn't he in that? Isn't he in a group or whatever with somebody? Yeah, else? I forget their name. No, I can't remember either. But yeah, go but on. But anyway, I I actually enjoyed the song. I felt like the production was really good. Um, and I, I like Anderson. Like, I, I really enjoy him. He's really um, interesting to follow on Instagram as well. He's a father, so he's super supportive of his son. Um, if you haven't seen his son dance, go and Google on YouTube, rather, Anderson Pack Ellen Show um, performance, and you'll see him and his son comes out and dances. It's so cute. Uh, anyway, that's my thoughts on the song. I was ready for, I'm ready for this full album. Because I feel like Dr. Dre has put a lot of work on this. So I just want to hear what... Dr. Dre produced that? Yes. This whole album, he's the executive producer. Oh, well, that's interesting. Because the thing that I noted um, was that this particular song, not Tense, but um, Who Are You, which is the the song that just came out, um, that the production gives me Timbaland, but like Timbaland from like 15 or 16 years ago. So like, and this does this isn't necessarily a bad thing, I guess, because it's like good, but not necessarily like innovative or new. So like, I liked the track, and I thought that the song overall was pretty good too. That's the same how I felt, but you, I know you live for this next artist because you sent me the um the EP real quick. I did so. Um, lucky you even put it on our Instagram this week, like preview. Yeah, so Lucky Day is the artist. Um, he's an R and B singer, um, and his new EP is I, and it's amazing. So um, it actually came up, I think, as like a suggested like oh new music that you might like. On Spotify and I think also on Tidal because we have Tidal, Spotify, and Apple Music. Mm-hmm. I know it's ridiculous, um, but we got to keep our ears to these streets. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Legendary. the standouts for me are Roll Some Mo, which is the lead um, like the lead single, which is doing you know, pretty well with streams. Um, but I really like Late Night and Extra. Well, I like and, Extra, bitch. And it's interesting because when I listen to it, what I get is kind of like a throwback. 
But uh, the kind of throwback that you have a tough time pinpointing where it's being thrown back oh, to, because there are different influences and in different genres being but the brought production in. Is right. The production is great, and oh my gosh, what's the? You gotta Google the guy, the producer. I forget. D something. D nice. No, eighty five. I don't know something. Uh, you, can you Google it? Yeah, no. I'm talking. You don't. You can Google while I talk. Uh, see, you know mm, what that is that's right great. there, guys. Abuse. No, it's collaboration. That's what that you know. Okay. <laughs> um. So late night to me sounded kind of like pseudo disco, but then there's also like this funk vibe to it, and then extras also kind of like it's a throwback where it's like, okay, I kind of hear like a Stevie Wonder influence. That's the song that um I think a lot of people are hearing, and then they're thinking Frank Ocean because because he has been compared to Frank Ocean, which I don't necessarily think that he appreciates that comparison. I get why people are saying that, but he doesn't sound anything like Frank Ocean uh, he gives because me. he has a stronger voice than Frank Ocean. And I think that maybe it's the way he's singing and also some of the production that has people comparing him to. I mean, it gives Frank. me Frank Ocean is in his tone of voice. I don't uh, get I that. In his My voice. song definitely was D Mile Eighty Five is a producer. There you go. Um, Roll some mo and. Extra were my favorite. Extra's really good. I think that his tone of voice and his controls, like, really good. The production is really good. Um, But I definitely think where he has Frank Ocean beat is that he's saying shit that I actually understand. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's one of of my... um... Frank be like... (laughs) Wait, complaints what? about Frank Ocean where like, it's what like what you just say bitch pause that Frank? I mean I consider myself to be pretty fucking smart but when I listen to Frank Ocean I'm like is this fucking Shakespeare like do I need cliff notes bitch. like what is happening I don't know what he's talking about you highfalutin <laughs> are you stealing my word uh huh <laughs> that's okay I approve I'm trying to get the ninth grade English <laughs> Why don't you tell everyone where that uh, so where we this were, inside so joke is I coming? I kind of alluded to it last week. So remember when I said that we listeners that listened to us last week, if you didn't go back, uh, please do tell a friend, tell a cousin. Um, they we were discussing how Ray says always says these thousand dollar words, right? Like on a Jeopardy reference hashtag. Um, and I was like, bitch. What I said, I said, I have a hard time. I got eighth grade education. I mean, eighth grade um, vocabulary. vocabulary. And Ray was like, mm, more like ninth or tenth. <laughs> I said, well, what do you have? He said, college. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, bitch. I mean, so I, then I Googled what is I was the trying average? to help you out. You said eighth, and I pushed you up. But then I Googled to high school. Because, you know, you eighth. said middle school when I pushed you into high school. Well, you know, middle schoolers Google. So I Googled <laughs> um, what is the average vocabulary level of America, and they said eighth. So then that's why I said, right. you know, I'm on a swift eighth grade. And so then bitch, I said, you're above average. So, like, why are you mad? Tell him why you mad, son. Last week, saying that I you use real words when I use emoji. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the uh, words with friends. Yeah, game. so that's why we did what we did, y'all. So I had an eighth grade education. Okay, I mean, so um, ten. Let's say tenth. We'll put you at the high end. Whatever, bitch. <laughs> so that, my friends, is unfiltered, unbothered. Now we're gonna move into what is it? What happened was um, so. What's the first one? Ray? So um, we'll briefly touch on the midterms because you know that obviously was um, a worry 
for a lot of us last week. But it was a wave, bitch. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, like, this time last week, we were recording it, and we were literally getting results. That was a week ago? It feels like it was two. It feels like it was, like, a month ago. Um, but it was literally last week. It was seven days ago um, that we were really worried that the Democrats would not be able to take or retake control of the House of Representatives. And we also were wondering what would happen with a lot of other races. Um, so obviously for anyone who has been paying, you know, even a modicum of um, attention to what's going on, um, the Democrats were able to retake the House. And the worry was that the media and Republicans might frame the Democratic sweep in the House as a split decision because they were not able to take the Senate. Mm. But in reality, it's not a split decision because due to the mechanics of senatorial elections on your paper, it's soy sauce. Oh, mind your business. Um, Due to the mechanics of senatorial elections that I won't bore everyone with now. My neck hurts. (laughs) The Senate map was highly favorable to Republicans this cycle. So Republicans were essentially attempting to hold on to seats in deep red or conservative states while Dems were trying to retake the House and trying to flip as many Senate seats as they could well and they were able to flip arizona which is something that literally that happened like yesterday was that yeah. yesterday or the day Last before night, was on the sofa because some of these races are so fucking close that it's taking longer than you know the day after or two days after for us to get an actual well tally what i want to say is that the midterms were historical and for a lot of ways um we had over 100 a hundred women reasons. Mm-hmm. <sighs> see y'all the college education. Hey, look, you mock the way I talk and then I correct mm, you. Ta-ta, it's fine. It's like a thing. Ta-ta. We have it. It, it works. So over 100 women were nominated and not nominated. I'm sorry. Elected um, across all levels of government and also over 150 LGBTQIA people. Um, oh, I'm glad you have that stat. They were calling it a rank because everyone was saying there was going to be a blue wave and then they were like, oh, was there a blue wave? And apparently there was a rainbow wave. I love that. Yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah, a 150, rainbow wave. 150, 150 LGBT plus LGBTQIA. People that identify as LGBTQIA. Mm-hmm. Go on. Was that it? That was the two stats I had. No, bitch. I appreciate that because I did not have time to get those. Well, let me get some water. Rainbow stats. So I appreciate you for that. You were just reading rainbows over there. <laughs> through your soy sauce. So ultimately in the house... Democrats will pick up anywhere from 35 to 40 seats when all is said and done. We're still waiting on some returns, which is the biggest. So let's put this into context. It's the biggest Democratic gain in the House since 1974. Guess what happened in 1974? What happened, bitch? Tricky Dick Nixon resigned. Oh, bitch. So I think that... Well, I'm just ready for Florida and Georgia, bitch. So am I. I don't... I'm not optimistic that the results will change, but... I think that it is important for all votes to be counted. And it's just ridiculous to me that the president will weigh in and say, you should have stopped with the votes that came in on on the the night of the election. And then, of course, the media was quick to point out, like, like, are you fucking stupid? If you were not to count any votes after the day of, hello, we we have active military who have to send their ballots and those ballots would not have been counted. Because Donald Trump is, he views the voting system like of, um, a poll on Instagram. <laughs> Once the poll expires, 
is dying. <laughs> what? Uh, I love you You're anyway. So shady, bitch. I love you anyway. <laughs> oh my eyes twitching. So I again, fall apart over here, y'all. For anyone who's wondering what the results of the election were, this was largely not completely. I have to say, the interesting thing is that, and I don't know if it was the Kavanaugh dust up, or I don't know what, or if it was just the president coming out and stumping for different people, but the Republicans were able to rally their base, just like the Democrats had rallied. You know, with all the fuckery with Trump and wanting, you know, us wanting to rebuke him, um, both sides came out, which is why you're seeing really, really close numbers in certain places like Georgia and Florida. And then in Georgia, there's a lot of there's a lot of voter suppression. But if you ain't registered to vote and you didn't vote in this midterm election, you deserve explosive diarrhea. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take explosive diarrhea over telling people they should die like you did last time. I was drunk. <laughs> You're not drunk this time? I'm not. <laughs> All right. So that's a recap of the midterms. We'll probably have updates for you hopefully next week regarding what's going on with Stacey Abrams in Georgia and what's going on in both the senatorial and gubernatorial races in Florida because there were recounts oh my God. and there were recounts triggered in Florida. I'm not sure if we've gotten to a point where we're saying there are going to be recounts in Georgia, there but is. hopefully we'll have more information for you as interfellows. Yes, bitch. So speaking of white privilege, and when I say white privilege, I'm talking about this whole idea in Florida where just because the results were not um, released or finalized on a night of, we have the president and we have the governor who's running for Senate saying that there is some fuckery going on just because they didn't win. We had this 69-year-old Dutch man Mm-mm. who is saying that he feels like he is 49 instead mm-hmm. of 69 and that he should be able to identify as 69 because trans people identify as being the gender that is not the gender that they are they were physically born that's dumb Old people just old people like this just No, mean. I don't think this has anything to do with old people. So let's reframe that. Privileged people, okay? <laughs> I can't. I can't even go down this road because it's just dumb. <laughs> I mean, the, the I mean, the one thing I can say is when I read it, I was like, so first of all, this is a very interesting argument that he's making. It's dumb. But it's an argument that, again, I would say is born and springs out of privilege. Yeah. So and let's basic- remind everyone, privilege is not about what you've been through. It's about what you have not have to go, have to go through. So the fact that he is trying to find a way to benefit through this tomfoolery is dumb. So, I mean, what what he's arguing is that he feels two decades younger than he actually is. Then what happens with all the black people walking around here in these streets with genetics (laughs) looking like they're two years, 20 years younger? They don't go around saying we want to be younger. Doctors told him just he, dumb. he has just... a body of a younger man. This is this is what he's saying, oh obviously. <laughs> and while in most cases the compliment is rhetorical, it's he's dumb. taking a literal approach. And he's also saying that a younger age on paper would give him a boost in life and on dating apps. Really? You can lie. <laughs> lie. Well, he's sued. He's presented his argument before a judge. 
And <laughs> the judge expressed some skepticism. Imagine that. But also, but also noted that changing the sex on a birth certificate as transgender people have the right to do once was impossible and is now allowed. What irritates me is like this here, as you mentioned, right, it's privilege because you literally are trying to take a movement for people to actually be their authentic selves who and to like present and also legally be presented as who they are, transgender um, people wanting to go f- from how they present, whether it's male to female or female to male. And you're flipping it upside down for you to benefit and say, oh, well, I'll benefit if I say on my dating profiles that I'm 20 years younger. Bitch, you just need to calm down. Just lie about your age. If you look like you're 20 years younger, great. Uh, no one gives a flying fuck about your Caucasian dream um, and have several seats and choke on some shrimp fried rice. Oh my God, why are you always trying to kill people? I think I'm not trying to kill him. I'm just oh, you just want him to choke. On some shrimp fried you rice. You want him to choke, but then he's going to survive afterwards. Yes, bitch. Oh my gosh, the violence. <laughs> it's my neck this week. My okay. Am I back? No, well, what was your excuse uh, last week and the drunk. week before when you were trying to kill the week people? Before who I was drunk too, with bitch. You. You, can't be, you can't be poisoning me. <laughs> I'm not poisoning you, bitch. <laughs> so, my biggest gripe with this is if you're trying to equate being transgender with being trans sequential trans of course you chronological Bitch, trans being, being lies age like that doesn't make like these two things it's like apples and oranges like these two things don't there, it's things a, fa- it's like a false other. equivalency because you know gender is you know largely based on you know actual like physical and like genetic you know what i mean and it's like people who are transgender it's a little bit different because gender is largely really a social construct whereas it's like with age age is age like you were born this you were born on a day that's how old you are right like it just it it I, it's intriguing to me because like that's an interesting argument but then it's like it's like no boo no 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 you're looking at this all wrong it's dumb so we'll we'll keep an eye on that to see what happens with him i will find him on the dating maps i'm not finding him anywhere but i will find him when i google him to see what happens with his case that he filed okay bitch So lastly, the thing that we want to do is we want to make sure that we do shout out um, folks who are living in California, California. um, anyone who's actually, you know, we don't know, but anyone who may be, you know, affected by the fires because, you know, obviously millions of people at this point have been affected. We obviously want to shout out the um, firefighters and uh, prisoners because I think there's sometimes they, they have prisoners who mm-hmm. fight fires. Um, we also want to remind, take this time to remind um, our president at large um, that at large, uh huh, that um, these are not forest fires. FYI, because a few days ago he tweeted that um, if the here I have the tweet. I was about to say you better look he down. Said that, <laughs> you um, better quote it. He said 
There is no reason for these massive, deadly, and costly, costly forest fires in California, except besides for the global forest warming. Forest management is poor and deforestation. Billions of dollars are given to them each year, and so many lives have been lost, Millions all because of, of gross mismanagement of the forest. Moving into areas where Remedy people didn't now used to are live. no more Fed payments. He doesn't so, know how anything works. Here we go. Max Mortez, a wildfire specialist, said. These fine six words. These fires aren't even in forests. So, Donald, <laughs> please know your facts. Because then he proceeded to tweet some. I bet you Melania and this bitch tweeting for him sometimes because, or his son, his uh, his son. Speaking of which, did you buy that book I asked you to buy? I meant to. I meant to, but I forgot. Oh, I was booked today. so that's a no. I'll buy it tomorrow. You are booked. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about it offline. Oh, go on. All right. Well, so now we're going to slide. No, no, bitch. We're not done with this. All right, carry on then. Because <laughs> I am not. The president with has no idea how anything. So just like you don't, bitch. <laughs> I have an idea of how lots of things work. Not everything, but. It's that is one of the most frightening aspects of this particular administration and Donald Trump's presidency is that not only does he not have any fucking clue as to how most things work, he doesn't give a shit. You know, if it does not, you know, increase his bottom line, if it does not enrich him in some way or boost his fragile micro penis. Oh my, I don't even want that visual. Ego. <laughs> well, you know, didn't um Bitch, I don't have Stormy time for Daniels, that. she described his penis. What did she say it looked like? Seattle listeners, Stormy Daniels. It looked Daniels. like Toad from um well, the Mario. Our Seattle listeners, Stormy Mario Daniels franchise. will be at Showgirls in Soto. <laughs> Why do you um, know that? Because we went to the car show this weekend and we walked past Where did you it. see that? It was, it on, was side, on the Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, that's how I feel about it. Um, California, we are listening. We are he- We are seeing. Don't cut me off. I was talking about the president. What an idiot he is. Well, most importantly, this I always want to say that we he doesn't rebrief. Did you we, did you hear that he doesn't rebrief? Well, I'm sorry. Wears them. No, but the the way that he they probably wears the briefs. way they get him to rebriefs is they have to pepper the brief with his name. Oh, like salt so they have pepper? to put Trump salt in pepper. it. Pepper. They have to put Pepper Bay in there. Like enter it throughout oh. in the different paragraphs where it doesn't actually they have to go. Salt his name in so there? when he sees Trump, then he'll read it. They have to Salt Bay as Trump. I cannot wait for this H- HBO limited series. It's gonna be it's so gonna good. be FX. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's not gonna go FX. Story, It's gonna be on on HBO. I know. Okay, so now we're gonna slide into the happy ending. What's your happy ending, Brad? No, you can start. Oh, you know what? For once. You, for once, oh Jesus, be a heart attack. Um, Who's having so a heart attack? So my quote is such: "In between goals, there's a thing called life that has to be lived and enjoyed." So it's level setting because I feel like a lot of people have goals and they want to achieve them, but they don't realize that there's things that they have to achieve before they achieve their goal. So just ground yourself in that. So let that be sobering. I don't want to sneeze, but I feel like I'm gonna sneeze. Uh, that's my quote, bitch. I don't want to sneeze. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Anyway, I so, mean, are I we gonna anal- So that's my quote. quote. I think that it's just important to remind, huh? Go on. I think it's just remind yourself that we all set goals, um, but realize that you're not gonna go from where you are today to achieving that goal um, without 
living life and experiencing things that might take you a little longer to achieve the goal, but just know you're on that journey. That's me. That's cute. I had two um, different quotes I was looking at. Okay, so wait, no, I I feel like because I I generally Uh trust you. um, I'm gonna have to take a look before I actually say. So this is one. Oh. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, and then the other one. This is the other one's a lot more positive. Do the. uh, I think I probably should do the positive one. No, don't do that one. You want me to do the other one? Uh-huh. Okay. Be real, bitch. It's our podcast. No, no. It's our podcast, but I'm just saying. It's like, not about nobody. One it's was, just, it's no, I'm quote. just saying that one was more positive than the other, and it's yeah, like, be it's honest, a happy it's ending. Life. But it's this, so this, it's if like, this had you thinking, bitch, it's happy that you're thinking. The, <laughs> the focus of a happy ending or the point of a happy ending should be. Well, bitch, I was positive. To no, make people yours. happy. Carry okay. on, bitch. All right. So I'm not gonna do that one. That oh, reads okay. So you slightly negative. Trust me. So no, I do. I, I do. Okay, but... bitch. Today, genius. <laughs> well, you know, I am at a college level. I know. <laughs> so this is a quote by Robin Sharma, and it's: "Change is hard at first, messy in the middle, and gorgeous at the end." Oh, bitch, like me. So, I think that, I mean, that could really be summarized much more succinctly as trust the process. And I think that, you know, for a lot of us, oh, that's a lot of noise. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. For a lot of us, you know, as things change, as, you know, things change around us, and then as we change ourselves, that can be scary. And that we really just need to trust the process because... Ultimately, and listen, ultimately, you will come out better on the other side. Oh, yes. So, yeah. Yes, girl. I'm going to shimmy to that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's our happy ending. But before we leave you, we have a couple things I want I want to say is um, we have a shout out um, to Angie, one of our listeners from Philadelphia. Today is her birthday. Happy birthday, Angie. We're doing birthday shout outs now? Yes, Happy bitch. birthday, Angie. Okay, come through with the money in the garden. Yes. Um, and also, we want to welcome all of our new listeners. Um, last week, our feature on Gayish went live. We put it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and we just want to welcome all of our new listeners and thanks for coming back. And if you're not, grab a plate and don't be late. We're here, bitch. Is this like going to be our saying now? That's me, bitch. Every day, all day, every day, damn day. Um, also, we I have an Instagram. I was say something so shady, but I'm not going to. Go on. Oh, you can say that <laughs> off pod. Um, we have an Instagram, as I mentioned, at he said, he said pod. We also have a Twitter where Ray is shady, honey. And be sure to check it out because he will retweet that Nicki Minaj story that we talked about yeah, I will. with the mold at he also said, at he, he said, said, he said pod. Said pod. Uh, we also have um, Facebook, he said, he said pod. We don't all, we don't all the medias. It's all socials and it's all the same. So you could have just said that once. <laughs> oh. But right. we are asking you, our <laughs> listeners, to 
Uh, also, set, submit a review and star rating on iTunes. And if you don't have iTunes, follow us and subscribe to us on Spotify. SoundCloud, um, SoundCloud, or, SoundCloud. I'm sorry, SoundCloud. Spotify, but you can also can. follow our playlist lots of on Spotify. Clearly, we have lots of things, Because that's our presence on Spotify right now. Later, you know, there'll be We have lots of things. We're really, it's really important for you to... We, that you come along with us in this journey okay, because yeah. this is going too long. We, we are get to family. Yes, like a giant tree. Uh huh. Well, thank y'all. <laughs> um, today is a beautiful day, and tomorrow is a blessing. <laughs> it is. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, guys. <laughs>